For decades, Pioneer Car Electronics have been supporting automotive events nationwide, just like Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. No matter what you drive, Pioneer's got the gear to upgrade your ride so that it sounds better and it connects you to the latest in technology like Android Auto, Bluetooth, Apple CarPlay, and the popular Alexa. Remember, don't break up with your car, upgrade it with Pioneer Car Electronics. For more, check them out at PioneerCarElectronics.com. This is the Candyman from Studs Racing. We've got tires, tires, and tires. We've got big ones, small ones, street ones, off-road ones. Oh my God. Why do we have so many tires? Tires, tires, tires. We have so many set of tires, 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 tires. Come on and get your tires. Oh my God, we got so many tires. Tires, tires, tires. Come see us. Dearborn Heights, Michigan, studsracing.com. Hey everybody, I'd like to give a special Joe's Mini Bike Reunion welcome to our friends at Yashimura. Yashimura can be reached at yashimura-rd.com. They're going to be live at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion giving away some cool systems. They also have a lot of promotional opportunities that you can take advantage of, including their expertise about product design and R&D. Yashimura-rd.com. Check them out. Hey everybody, when you talk about the mini bike scene, there's one name you need to know, and it's Jake Moe. He's coming up next on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Don't move for a moment. Everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This is Season 7, Episode 11. I usually get that shit right or wrong. See, just like that. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Pioneer Car Electronics. We've got a great podcast in store for you today, everybody. Jake Moe of Moe Fabco will be joining us. 
you guys know Jake. He's been on the podcast more than I have. He's a legend in the industry. He's one of the best builders around. He's got a couple of things that he's working on that uh, I want to find out a little bit more about. I want to get a couple updates on some uh, bikes uh, that he's been working on. Luckily for me, one of them may be mine. And uh, we'll also catch up uh, with all the activity that's happening up there at the AV. It's been a minute since I've been up there. And, you know, I guess we're all back to normal now. So we'll be out riding and hitting AV and finding out what's going on, all the escapades and I guess all the, the name guys up there that are making shit happen. I want to give a shout out to my man, Charlie. Uh, who else we got out there? We've got uh, Zoom. Um, oh, there's a bunch of guys that uh, I'm sure we'll be bringing up when Jake joins us. But before we get to Jake Moe, I want to take a moment to uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, it's been pretty warm over here in uh, Los Angeles, but I understand it's pretty warm everywhere. Uh, I have to expect that. It's uh, August, and it's, uh, that's what it does. It, it makes you hot and crazy, but hopefully in a good way. Hopefully you guys have been working on your mini bikes, and you've been out enjoying this nice weather and riding. Uh, I have uh, every Friday night. Like a little girl, I get ready for my little Friday night rides with my buddies, and I get all excited about it, and we text each other, and we pick out our shit to wear the night before. We do all that dumb shit that no one talks about because we love it. I love getting out there, and I want to give a shout-out to all my buddies at Honda Grom Lifestyle, uh, particularly my man Bing, my buddies uh, Bernie, uh, Ernesto, and Digger. In fact, I want to give a shout-out to Digger Welch. Digger was uh, on a recent podcast, and uh, he was very, very popular. People love him. He's now getting a big friggin' head and an agent and turning Hollywood on me. That's probably him calling right now. But uh, thank you, uh, Dean, for uh, uh, a really good podcast. Uh, I also want to uh, take a moment just to do a little business. You know, we do this podcast largely to entertain ourselves as well as promote Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Uh, we may have had an earthquake, folks. Just uh, did you hear that? Uh, it's nothing. Somebody dropped a beer. Uh, we've got uh, a lot happening with the event, and that's what I want to talk about. Uh, October the 8th, register now, joesminibikereunion.com. You can save some money. Uh, we've had a lot of support come in lately. There's going to be a lot of cool giveaways. Uh, GTS stepped up first, and we're giving away uh, a rolling frame. I think it's an 8-inch or a 10-inch setup, whatever Rafa decides to do. We've got that bike for a giveaway. Uh, today, we just uh, finalized our deals with uh, Go-Kart USA. And they will be on hand as a sponsor. They're also sponsoring the podcast. And they, too, will be giving away their American Racer frame. I try to get them to do a roller. In fact, they're going to do a roller. So we're going to have a roller from American uh, Racer. That's with Go-Kart USA under that umbrella. Check them out at gokartusa.com. A big shout-out to Mario and Al uh, for the continued support. I love those models, the American Racer, because it reminds me of a damn bonanza. Uh, and, and I had my hands on one, uh, Al sent me one back when they were starting to push them. You can check them out online. They're pretty cool. I, uh, typically what I always do is when I get something, I, I call Jake, Jake Moe, and I either ask him to help me with it or build it. And, and he's had one, an American racer model. And he, I've seen some spy photos and he's customized the new tank and he's done well, his typical shtick. And we'll actually talk a little bit more about that when Jake joins us, but that's going to be a version. You're going to have a chance to see their stock models that they have on display, as well as when you go to the extreme and customize it via Mo Fabco. So I'm looking forward to having them on site. Uh, we just recently had uh, renewals for product sponsorship from Mother's Wax and Polishes. We also had uh, some support from our friend at Coker Tires, and what that means is that we get all cool stuff from them. They load us up with uh, Mother's Polish, the wax, the window cleaner. Uh, Coker's giving away gift certificates for their white wall tires. 
In fact, they've got a, a set of, they kind of start around 10 inch. So for those bigger tire bikes that are out there, and we're seeing a lot of those bigger tire bikes become more popular, largely because they're riding a lot more now. They're riding on the streets and having that bigger tire is kind of the way to go. So check out CokerTire.com. They've come on board. We have Suds Racing that's on board. Um, I don't know. Maybe you want to get on board. There's somebody. There's a sponsor right now calling. Uh, check us out. Uh, we'd be more than happy to create a program for you on site if you'd like to be a sponsor. Uh, we have uh, a slew of awards that we're uh, making available for the participants. I'm working on some really cool trophies. We also have uh, some cool food trucks that are going to be there. You know, he's always. I've always been challenged. How can I have an event for 10 years and have a problem with food truck for 11? I've always had a problem with food trucks. And this year, uh, Emmanuel's buddy, uh, is it Bruce? What's the name of the company? Barbecue or? Uh, Bruce's Twisted Barbecue. See? Once it says Twisted, I love it, right? So he's going to be there on site slinging some meat. I'm probably going to have somebody do some tacos as well, whether it's Bruce or somebody else. So we'll have something for you. We draw a lot of, uh, uh, of friends who like tacos, so I've, I've got to have some tacos in the mix. Or we're going to have uh, that L.A. Donut Gal where you can get, like, chocolate donuts with bacon and sausage and shit on it. So it, it's going to be good. Uh, the event, as you know, is a one-day event in a beautiful backdrop at CV Park in La Crescenta. I hope you join us. I bet we have a record crowd. I don't know why. You know, it's been a, a, a long time coming. We had a, a, a two years where it was dark. People want to get out. They've been building bikes. They've been spending some money. They've been having fun. Hopefully you are one of those guys who have been building your bike and you're ready to come. I've got some cool T-shirts being designed. I need some help. You know, over 10 years, I've done every friggin' color on the Kaleidoscope, right? So now I'm thinking Dodger Blue. I mean, if you've got a suggestion, let me know. We've done red. We've done black more times than over the years. We've covered all the colors. If you've got a suggestion, let me know. Also, uh, our last podcast, I reviewed all of our categories for judging. I think judging sucks. I don't want you to come to the show to win an award or get pissed off because you didn't win a trophy. Grow up or fucking stay home. What I want you to do is come and meet people and, and, and share what you know as well as learn from others, but have a good time, right? But because judging is important to others, okay, I got to acquiesce and I understand that. I've got some categories. Go to my website, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, click on categories. If you see a category that you know your bike fits in, great. If you see some categories that I may have missed, let me know now. Don't wait for me after the event where I'm all excited and you try to bring me down, pissed off about not winning an award. Because at this time, I'll probably kill you. Really, stay home. Don't come to win an award, but if you come, we've got plenty of them. We also give away some great gifts. I built podiums this year. You know those square blocks that the Olympians stand on? I've got them. We're going MMA. We're going to be breaking you out behind the stage. And the way that we're going to have the judging work this year is that our judges will not be responsible for bringing in the winning bike. They'll be responsible for bringing to us the top three bikes in each category. Those three bikes will then be brought in front of the crowd. And by their applause, that's how the winner will be announced. That's it. Hall of Fame. We've got six guys going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. The one I'm most excited about joins us now. He's Jake Moe from Mo Fabco. Jake, you know how it is. got to do the business before we bring you on. But, brother, it's great to see you. How are you? Good. Yeah, great. Nice. Great to be here. I like the new spot. It's awesome. It's E. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going Hollywood. I do, Thanks, too. E. Yep. He's doing a good <laughs> job. He looks handsome, doesn't he? Lost yeah, 60 he pounds. Looks, he looks great. 
didn't, I didn't notice him. He walked out on the street. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> it's great. We've been walking a little bit and catching up, and uh, he's been busy. He's been hanging around with uh, William Shatner all weekend. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's a big shot, talking Star Trek and all that stuff. He's, he's a geek, you know, as you went to that Comic-Con thing. Are you one of those guys? Are you like a... Comic-Con guy? No. No. No, not really. Yeah. Look, I've never I think it's kind of cool. I could probably probably could have got into it really easily, but dude, I have not seen yeah. ET. I've not seen Star Wars. Yeah. I, Star Wars, yes. I, I I wasn't a Trekkie. No Star Wars. No, I think that was a Gigantor Speed Racer, <laughs> fucking you know you F Troop guy. So I missed all that. But uh, he's been going out doing a lot of things. He's on his own hustle now. He's he's working his own gig. So uh, we've uh, it's nice to see you guys get together. This is probably your fifth or sixth time on the podcast, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Maybe five. It's always great to have you, and um, yeah. it's always effortless. Uh, at some point, we'll drag down some of the guys from the AV. Uh, I think we're talking about maybe having uh, uh, ABR Zoom and maybe Zoom Junior roll down there with us at some point. So that's always an open invitation as well as having you on. What's been happening? What's the latest in the AV? Uh, it's all good up there. Yeah, I let, actually, Zoom, let I let him know last time, and uh, it was just the scheduling. I ended up not going because it was like, and I think it was like a couple days you let me know. So it happens. Just Jake. couldn't make it. But uh, Look, it happens. Yeah. So th- there's always an open mat for you. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we've been doing a lot of racing up there and, uh, you know, doing a lot of the drag bike stuff. Sure. A lot of the guys up there, our little team of guys up there, they're really into the, you know, hitting 100 mile an hour thing. Well, you've got <laughs> the area, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. we got the, open streets. The Antelope Valley is a little bit different than maybe what you see on some of the more current uh, videos that are posted online, particularly Instagram, where you see these rideouts, and we're riding with the ocean next to us, and we're riding on the 10 freeway or over the 6th Street Bridge. Not much of that out there at the AV, which is kind of good news, bad news, because you're kind of left with an open drag strip at just about every turn. Everywhere you go, you can, you can really ride as fast as you can. Plus, you know, you know, you're a veteran up there. You know all the little spots that, that riding along the reservoir there, which was just beautiful and peaceful. Uh, so it's it's kind of conducive to riding fast out there, and and you breed those fast guys out there. Uh, you know, Jake is a pretty modest guy, but when you go to the AV, you know, going 70 miles an hour is not going to cut it. Uh, I have what I think is a pretty fast bike that pales in comparison, and and many of them are deceiving. They're not the most uh, styled out bikes uh they are a little reminiscent of maybe some of these bent fork bikes you see with maybe matching or mismatching tires and wheels and god knows what that thing is for a pipe but that thing will go 85 (laughs) backwards so it's humbling when you go out there you guys really are speed merchants out there that's always been the case hasn't it yeah pretty much i mean we had the av ride and it was more of a you know it wasn't really like everybody gets together and just rides long distance it was more of a you know, the gas-powered stuff, it, you, have, you bring it out, it's going to need maintenance. There's different things you're going to have to fix and jetting. And, you know, I just wanted it more of a chance for guys to come out and just more, more or less test their bikes. That's really so, what you, you, you've, you've become, Jake. You've yeah. become an ambassador and a host there where not only can these guys come out, you've you got to be prepared when you ride out there, right? So you always ask those guys to have bikes that they've already shaken out. Yeah. But I think a lot of those guys come knowing their shit's not tight, but they got guys like you. That can help them out. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not a real long distance, right? So everybody will kind of split off and then yes. kind of meet up in the same general area. So yeah. if you need to go out and test your bike, it's a good chance to go do that. And, I, I liked it. You know, D would show up with his rolling yeah. uh, parts and accessories. Yeah. And, you know, you'd have uh, Rafa show up. And other guys uh, would, would have, if they didn't have the tools or the parts that you may need. And look, when you get over 50 bikes, which you typically probably have, if not close to that, 
uh, and you were riding and riding, you know, tanks full of gas, going through two or three tanks of gas, we're out there for a while. Uh, things are going to happen with those smaller bikes. It's just the nature of the beast. And, and a lot of guys who may not have that ability to just go to their buddy next door and fix it, they may be miles away from either a shop or somebody they know that can help them. When they come out to those AV rides, they get that little earful of advice. They get a little bit, move over. I'll show you how to, I'll show you how to jet that thing. I'll show yeah. you how to, and you've done that with me. Right. You know, yeah. I, and so I, not only do I appreciate that, but I think many of the folks that come out there and get that, that AV experience from you, that, that they go back a little bit smarter and a little bit uh, better at what they do. Yeah. And a little safer and, you know, hopefully they can get their bike dialed in a little bit and just, you know, so it makes it more rideable and they can enjoy it. But uh, uh, have you been keeping up with some of these rides, these ride outs? Yeah, I've been. Me- I want to go to one. They look fun. It's a. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. It's a little different than what I'm used to, but I think it'd be fun to get out there and uh, get it. I seen you went to that one. I wanted to get out there with uh, when you went that one time. Yeah, there. It's a little bit different from what we do at the AV. You know, we right, kind of right. show up, we socialize, we take yeah. a little ride. We yeah, stop, that one. We your socialize. bike better be ready to go. Yeah. And you'll, <laughs> Otherwise we, you're gonna get left behind. So we went from um, Martin Luther King Park down uh, past the airport through Santa Monica to the pier and back. And, you know, it was, it was amazing that I didn't encounter a problem, but along the way you see a lot of bikes that, that do encounter problems. Yeah. And it's kind of a rude awakening for them because, you know, you're stuck in that situation where, okay, like that guy's broken down, right? Looks like he's got two guys there. Okay, I'm gone. But then you see a solo dude and he's pulled over and you can tell he don't have any tools on him. You know, you see a flat tire or you see him with his hands on his head. It's like, do I stop or not? You know, yeah. because it, it becomes a little cutthroat when you're out there because it's almost every man for himself. But I went out there a little insecure and I brought a backpack full of tools and I had the best tool with me because I was riding along uh, with Daryl. And, you know, Daryl could fix anything on the fly. Yeah. And he, inevitably, he adjusted my carb a little bit better than I was able to. My throttle got loose and he kind of fixed it. But he was doing that for other people. He's like bouncing around is a little bit of a, an ambassador helping everybody out. And I love that part of it. Yeah, that, uh, that's kind of what I'd be afraid of. I'd get out there and see everybody broke down and have to turn around and stop. and Especially you, yeah. you know, where people knew that you yeah, got that. Like, but, you know, I think that's your place. What right. have you been, uh, back to you. So what's going on at MoFabCo? I know you, you kind of bounced off of Facebook and uh, are more Instagram and more business focused now. You kind of got over all the Facebook nonsense? Yeah, Facebook was... I mean, it's good. I'll probably get back to it eventually with more like the business, maybe just MoFabCo or something like that. But it was just too much of a distraction. I had to, you know, focus. The Instagram's a little easier. You can just, it's not, you know, people don't get go at it too much on Instagram. Yeah, it's Facebook just easier is, for me. Yeah, know, Facebook seemed a little bit uh, Twitter-like. Right. Where people were more apt to show their ass than maybe uh, in Instagram. It seems a little bit more celebratory, a little bit more rah-rah, a little bit more... Yeah, one for all, all for one. I, I like the spirit of that. We've 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 crossed over a little bit too with some of our efforts. Okay. I think that uh, largely because our our established base came from Facebook. Yeah. Before Instagram was kind of the thing. Right. Or the gram. The gram. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you know we're 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 old school, uh, but we're we're slowly transitioning, and that's where we got guys like he to kind of help us with that. We remind you in light of that uh, that if you haven't had the chance to uh, take a moment, what's your Instagram uh, page? Uh, it's MoFabCo. All right, so check him out there, but also check us out. Uh, we also ask you to go to JMBR Podcast on YouTube and subscribe. And what do they do? They ring the bells, and you do a flip off a trapeze, and you make a comment, and you do all that stuff. And we're trying to get to 1,000 because there's some algorithm that switches. This is all from me uh, that we need to get to. So if you'd like to support us, do that. Uh, also, uh, 
I don't know, the, we, we've tried to uh, attract as many folks that used to watch on the Facebook Live airings of these podcasts, and as we've now changed to this new format of pre-recording and airing them like all other podcasts do, we're just asking you guys to kind of transition a little bit there if you'd like what we're doing. Okay, back to you, Jake. So you've always, I can imagine that this sound or the phone ringing or the bings on the computer uh, have been overwhelming over the years for you with folks interested in you helping them with mini bikes and with the family. In fact, we've got your son Logan here with us in the studio now. Uh, give a shout out to Courtney and the entire Mo family out there in the AV. Thanks for sharing Jake and Logan with us. We'll have them back safe soon. But uh, at some point, you did you get to that point where there was too much of mini bike onslaught and you had, had to kind of figure out? Things? Yeah, I mean, it, it's always kind of been that way. So um, I try to balance it because I work full time for the city at the same time. Um, hopefully, at some point, I can, you know, full time do my thing. I mean, that's the long term goal. Um, so hopefully it can eventually get there, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's just a balance, you know, with family. I have three kids now, you know, they're, they're growing crazy quick. So sure. it's hard to miss any moments with them really. Yeah. The, your yeah. time is the personal yeah, time becomes time, a little bit more important. Exactly. I know that when it gets so to Joe's I, yeah. mini bike reunion time, that house is full. Oh yeah. I pick on, pick and choose on projects and, uh, um, I have a lot of people that hit me up that I just can't, you know, accommodate. Um, what are examples of the customers that you can accommodate and those on the other spectrum that immediately give off signals that you probably want to take a pass. Can you give folks a little bit of an insight there so they can figure out where they fit in? Um, it's, it's really like, I guess it comes down to my interest at the same time. If it's a project that I'm not really, cause I'm, I'm at the point where I got so many people coming to me where I can pick and choose, you know, if, if I want to take on a project, well if it's going to, yeah. Yeah. If it's something that can uh, pr promote me, better you know what i mean as far as the fabrication side of things um but there's a lot of things where people just want like a motor setup or a throttle setup or an engine cam and springs or you know more basic stuff um so the job could conceivably be just a little bit too small yeah you know somewhat yeah and I, i'm more of the metal fabrication so you know i'll, I'll take on some of the more smaller metal fabrication stuff but uh not much of the maintenance i try to stay away from that as much so would your preference be that uh, someone ring you up based on what they've heard and what they've seen and who you are, that they just called you up and had you build a bike from spec. Is that the cleanest way that you think, you know, works better for them as a customer? Or, or do you find that there are folks that you don't mind taking on their project that they started? Is there, is there a balance or a preference that you have? Um, not really, you know, just, uh, you can, you guys can hit me up and we can go from there. Well, you've Pretty done much. it with me. I brought you a box yeah. of parts, which turned out to be Frankenstein. <laughs> yep. uh, for those of you who haven't seen Frankenstein, uh, it's out there. It's me a, and it's a fitting some... name. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, uh, you see a lot of Frankensteins with a lot of yeah. parts that are cobbled yeah. up. I like to think ours is a little bit special. We did some stupid video. If you guys are bored enough, go to, where is, I think it's online somewhere, the Frankenstein video <laughs> that he and yeah. I did. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. That has a suicide. Oh, it's like a Halloween feel. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that good, good evening, that <laughs> Boris Karloff shit. Uh, it also has a suicide uh, uh, break. Well, yeah, I break. have some pictures of your buddy had the Frankenstein mask, right, at the yes, show? Scott Timberlake. He's certainly I, I, I see Tim lurking around in the background of that picture. It's, it's pretty good. I'll so, so Scott... But I say, Scott, do me a favor, because he was driving me nuts in a good way. Like I, I said, Scott, here's the deal. Uh, when participants come in, guys that bring their bikes, hand them a goodie bag. Give them a goodie bag. They all have a, they all have a wristband on. 
So when they show up, because they're going to come right into the game, they're going to walk right up to you. So just make sure they have wristband on and give them a goodie bag. So I'm doing all my shit. I'm running around. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to him. I'm talking to them. I'm selling T-shirts. I'm putting out fires. And I see Scott, and he's just handing out these bags like to everybody. I say, Scott, I say, what, what are you doing? I say, oh, just, people are loving this. This is a great show, man. Man, I saw something. I say, Scott, what the fuck are you doing? He say, what? I say, these don't go to everybody. These go just to the people with the, the wristbands. Oh. So he must have given out like half of the goodie bags to the to people that were just walking through the park. So anyways, that was my buddy Scott. So I penalized him. It's like, dude, do me a favor then. I'll have somebody else do the goodie bags. See, I got this uh, Frankenstein mask. Do me a favor. It'll be funny. Go put this mask on and st stand next to Frankenstein for a little while so people could take pictures. Dude, he was out there for two hours with that mask on. It was hot as hell. So it was my way of getting back to him. Scotty, we love you. Hopefully you're listening. Uh, yeah, Frankenstein was an example of a box of parts. That was um, Gerald's project. LC Customs. LSC, yeah. Yeah, LSC. Um, and uh, it sat there, and I looked at it, and then I think I had a Briggs 5 horse that yep. I had bought from James up in. It was the good one, the IC. The IC. Yeah, industrial. Uh, and it had on uh a different coupler. I don't know if it was designed to run a generator or something, but mm -hmm. it was the one, and I still have that in there. Yeah. What did you do to that? We didn't so do too much. Little, no, it has the lighting coil in it. So yeah, that's behind right. the flywheel. Yeah, it has and it has that really cool yeah. uh, primer, the little bulb with that. You know, right. there's, there's a lot of cool things that no, no, were on was, that original a, head. Um, it was like a little thing over the spark plug, right? Yes. Like, oh, that's right. It was a kill. Really, it was a kill the yeah. stop. I forgot what it was exactly. But. I took that head off because we swapped the head. That was basically it, an intake, uh, a carb, and mm -hmm. uh, it, it was so fun because most people thought that the lever was like a, you know, when you're, you're shifting, Shifter, it's like, yeah, no, yeah. so I, I, I enjoyed that bike. I still do. It's probably one of my favorites. I got a new white wall tire to replace it uh, just from dry rot more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, but that, it's been a while. It, it's been a minute, and I, I used to take that with us when we did ride the AV. Now I ride the other bike, the Temecula Bob long frame that you built, and that, that bike ran like a clock. Thank you. Yeah. It ran like a clock. Yeah. Yep. Uh, very, very it's a solid bike. That's a that's a great bike. Well, you know, when you are riding 50 miles in the street, and mm -hmm. if you break down your hose, unless you got a, somebody that wants to help you or a AAA card, uh, or you have the ability and tools to fix it on site, you're pretty hosed. So that that, that dependability and that confidence does make it a little bit more enjoyable. Right. Uh, what have you been working on? I know that we talked a little bit about the American Racer. Uh, what's the status on that? Can you give us any updates? Yeah. Yeah. The American Racer is. Uh... So I pretty much ended up, I cut that frame completely apart. Like, it's still the American Racer. I just cut it apart to change some things a little bit. I widened, I widened it slightly. I changed, I actually, uh, the shape of the frame I changed a little bit. You guys will see when I release it. But there's, there's a lot of, like, subtle things that I did that you'll notice afterwards. Um, but, yeah, sheet metal tank, a uh, little sheet metal catch can, uh, custom intake, custom exhaust. Uh, it's, it's got a whole lowered stance. Beautiful. Um, what are we going to do on tires and wheels? Um, it still has the tires that you gave it to me with right okay. now, but we can definitely do something a little better. Yeah, take a look at those. Maybe something a little like a slicker tire. Um, you know, uh, Sam stuff, he has the knobby, and then one has like kind of a street tire, maybe more of a street tire. Cool. Because uh, it has kind of like an off-road street slash off-road. But... So check this out. Yeah. Go to studsracing.com. Okay. And just take a look at whatever, uh, whether it's tire or wheel. We'll hit up Eric. 
Eric has, uh, in fact, we've been running his commercials before the during the podcast. Yeah. Tires, tires, tires. We've got tires. <laughs> he reminds me of the old sh- car sales shtick guy. It, it, it's yeah. good to have those guys back. They'll be uh, out I, there. I was just watching it, watching Digger's uh, podcast on the way down. Yeah. That guy's, that guy's a trip. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that you would enjoy. I've always invited you to come down at any time. Yeah. In fact, you could bring Logan. You could sleep in the trailer. But you awesome. could take the Grom or the Monkey, and we'll go from my house down there and ride, and then you can crash and go home. But I, I'd love for you to experience yeah. that group. I'd love that. That'd be fun. So uh, we have uh, Tilly that was also given to us by the friends at Go-Kart USA. And that was at a time where a lot of folks weren't really using that power plant. It was still pretty much Predator. Yeah. What uh, What have you seen so far? What do you like about that? Or is The, that... Till- the Tillson block? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a much it's a much better casting. It has a it's a little thicker overall, and then it has like built-in supports for the cylinder. So a lot of times when you soup them up a little bit, put more compression, more cam, you know, they run a little more RPM. A little more durable. The cylinder will actually eventually break off. Sure. So Tillerson made it right. They put like supports on top and bottom, so you still have the blow-through for the fins, so you still have the cooling ability, but it has like a nice support and brace. And then the whole crankcase where the side cover bolts is all a little thicker. Great. So, That's some good insight for those of you no, listening in on that. Because there's yeah. been some questions about the Tillys and whether or not that's something that those folks should look into. If, if you're going to build an engine and you're going to stick with cast instead of billet, that's definitely an affordable way to go. And I would highly recommend it because, I mean, it's just cheap insurance for your build. When you're spending tons of money on billet rod, you know, billet crank, flywheel, all this other stuff, you want to make sure you have a solid block to start with. Yeah, it's all the foundation. Especially stroker and all that. And then you can stay away from welding gussets and stuff like that where distorts blocks and things. I think a lot of engines lie dormant when they explode and folks just don't want to deal with that. It's yeah. almost like it, it pauses your interest in the hobby. So if you yeah. do spend a little bit more money with those engines that have a little bit of a more of a solid base mm-hmm. to take up all those, that hop up work that you're gonna do, probably pay dividends. Does that have did that have an electric start? Um I don't know why they offer a few different ones. I uh, know different gas they offer one with a without a gas tank mount and then one with a gas tank mount. I don't know. I don't think they offer one. I don't know why I was thinking for some reason, but I'd be curious to see more yeah. about that. And, and guys, another reason why you may want to check out the show. What other bikes do you think you'll be rolling out there, Jake? Because, uh, you know, one of the bigger draws that we have is having you there and, and you unveiling yeah. the bikes out there. Do you, you got a few uh, secrets up your sleeve? Yeah, without having the show for two years, I got uh, two, uh, like, TC drag bikes that I'm going to bring out. Like Great. Like long chromoly, full wheelie bar, um, big, big horsepower in these. Uh, one of the guys, Clint from uh, Michigan. Yes. And then uh, uh, another one is Alfredo's. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we we it was his old drag bike that I originally. I remember built. that. Remember he, he yeah. launched that at no. uh, one of the AV rides, if I recall. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh no no you launched off it Before literally. Before it had a wheelie bar. Yeah, yeah. you went off of it. Uh, I I meant he more rolled it I out. I learned why the wheelie bar is important <laughs> the hard way. I went off the side of the street about probably 100 feet out. That was yeah. sounds a little bit gruesome. You kind it's of took it in bike. stride. It was a long extended bike, and that thing just stood straight up. That bike with wheelie bars is yeah. ten feet, isn't it? Or no, it's long with wheelie bars. Yeah. You know, because I remember yeah, it. it um, I mean, it's small. It's low to the ground, so it's still a mini. I try, you know, I try not to make. I see a lot of these guys building these real big frames and stuff, but I try to stick somewhat to like a traditional mini bike and yeah. sizing. And I don't know. I think that's a uh, one thing I look at a lot is like sizing of stuff. Like if it doesn't make sense for. The mini bike community, I kind of veer away from it a little. What what turns me off is when they go to borderline drag motorbikes that you can see on a drag yeah, strip. You know, or, when you know yeah. when they're when they go beyond, like for my bike show because a mini bike show, like I can't have guys rolling in with like four fifty cc dirt bikes. You know, or is yeah. I can't have five hundred cc old Triumph Scramblers rolling up. So I made it three hundred cc 
maximum. And the reason why I did that is because we're so used to the vintage mini bikes that are the mainstay and kind of the heart of the show. But the growth area has been within the mini moto segment. Okay. So uh, I've been trying to be mindful of that. Uh, so you've got a couple of drag bikes, uh, possibly my American Racer. Yeah. What so else got, you got in the store? I got two drag bikes. I got the American Racer, American Flyer. Is it American Flyer or Racer? American Racer. Yes. I've always called it Flyer for some reason. So have I. That's I all Go it. Power Sports, right? Or not Go Power Sports. Go Karts USA. Yes, one of our former sponsors. Thank you. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> we and just then, missed their yeah. name and their bike. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, if you can't take a fucking joke, okay? Um, so I got, I got a few other bikes that are coming together real nice too. Um, Good. It's actually a couple of my frames that I've built, so it's going to be like my, my style frame, and those will be all nice, done up, chrome powder coat, everything completely done, which is cool because I've always brought bikes, you know, bare steel. Yeah. The two drag bikes will be bare. Just chromoly. It's all like polished chromoly. I love cool. that look, Jake. Oh, yeah. And that's why I've never had you put paint on any of my bikes. I'll never really veer from that much because that's kind of... Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I, I remember Remember Jesse James used to have kind of a style. And if you look back uh, on the other side of the spectrum, Chip was always high glossy and bright paint. You know, there's 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 builders that have their yeah. own style. You have a, a, a more of a... Man, you're welding. I mentioned earlier on a podcast. It's just spectacular. Uh, the the your your craftsmanship is is I, I haven't seen anything better. So you're great at that, and you know I at some point we'll have to get something we can put some paint on. But uh, you'll probably have to twist my arm because I bet we could probably really build a nice show bike yeah, if no, we had we to. Could. We but, could. but I just don't think a show bikes in that yeah. regard when I think of you. Right, Jake. Over the, how long have you been in this game now? When you when you go back to it now, it's been a, a few decades at least, right? Oh yeah. yeah. What what is it that still keeps you? Uh, uh, so into it so much of a of, of a part of mini bikes what is it do you think i don't know you know it's, it's kind of gone in stages for me really because like when i first started i got into mini bikes like my buddy had one in high school i jumped on it and i instantly just fell in love with it just the simplicity and you know kind of traditional i was always into hot rods before so a lot of it comes from the hot rods and harleys and my dad was a big hot rod harley guy had camaros tri fives you know sure Panhead, you know, Harleys and all that. So that just was kind of in me, I think. And then the mini bike was just like something easy. When I was in high school, I didn't have no money. So I was like, <laughs> oh, shoot, this is something I can do. And I can still do all the same stuff that you would do to a hot rod, you know? Cook custom exhaust. You can build the motor up, different wheels, tires. It was kind of like an open canvas, really. And then, uh, I don't know, just creativity from my mom. My mom was always an artist. So I think I got a lot of that cre creativity from her sure is always looking at something and like wanting to change it and um just having a vision you know but uh yeah it's been in stages like we had the barona races they kind of like i kind of like got out of it a little bit and then like they started racing at barona i think it was like 2011 or something like that so remember you're big on that kind of pulled me out and i was like all right and then i got back into it building frames again building motors that's when i got into the like like drag bike thing a little more um but that was fun like just taking my bike to the track and tuning it and I don't know. It's like things that got to keep it alive. And then, like, when your show came up, it was after the drag strip kicked us out. So I kind of, like, went blank for a little while. I think Charles Mosley was talking about it once on the podcast. But I kind of disappeared for maybe a couple of years. And then your, I heard about your podcast, and I was like, shit, I had some old bikes sitting there. And I just I said, okay, let's go. So yeah, when you came out, and came out, yeah. Well, when you came out, and yeah. that first show, I tell this joke, I had more signs, like three-by-seven signs. Mm-hmm. On display than I had mini bikes. Right. When you came in and I didn't know you, like everybody that was coming in were 
people that I knew and all the bikes that I saw were either their bikes or mine. When anybody came in that was like a real participant that had heard about us and got attracted to come in, it was like, man, there was a moment for me. And then to see the caliber, it was like, God, people really do want to have uh, an event like this. And you know, now going on 10 years, you continue to be a mainstay. Uh, you continue to give me that same feeling when I see you when you come in. And I think it's not just me. It's many of the other folks that's, that are there when you show up. And I speak on their behalf. I'm certain, Jake, that they all want to thank you for what you've done, what you continue to do. You're inspiring. Uh, you're helpful. Uh, and you've always been available for me, whether it's building bikes, uh, coming on the podcast, promoting the hobby. And as a result, uh, th this is an open invitation for you to be a part of the SEMA Ignited deal. I know it's tough for you to get off. I see those videos of you up at 4 o'clock in the morning dealing with that traffic in Antelope Valley and doing what you <laughs> got to do to get into the yeah. valley and do that every friggin' day and raising that family. So uh, I know it's not easy, but uh, I've, I've never understood how a guy as talented as you cannot have his own profitable, ass-kicking shop. And, and honestly, I think someday you will be there. The SEMA Ignited backdrop and forum that we're going to have is, I think, perfect for a guy like you. Let, let, come out. Uh, come out Thursday the 13th. The show's the 14th. Uh, have some bikes in my area. Be there to answer any questions. Ride the bikes in the cruise. Bring a bike and bring one of the drag bikes and do some burnouts. Bring MoFabco decals and shirts and be a part of this because the SEMA show, Jake, could just be that place where some opportunity that we didn't think was out there, some introduction, some meet could turn out to be a little bit more than we had all expected. I've got no doubt that a guy like you is still got a ways to go within this community and we're going to be there to cover that ride. Uh, is there anybody that maybe you'd like to give a shout out to or anything that I missed that you'd like to bring up before we end the podcast? Uh, yeah, I just want to, um, not too long ago, we went to breakfast with, um, mini bike Paul invited a bunch of us out. Yes. And that was, that was a great thing. It was cool to see all those guys. Cause you know, originally like when I first came to the show, I didn't really know what to expect. Like my first time I went to JMBR, yep. but it was all the guys that I've been talking to on, uh, like the OMB forums and yep. all these guys, like through the, you realize how small the mini bike community is. And then you see all these guys like Mosley, I, you know, we were racing at the track with Mosley and FMB and. It sure. was just like a reunion of all these guys that I never even got to meet. So that's just another thing that made it cool. But uh, Yeah, we'll give a shout-out to Paul. And yeah, I, anyway, yeah. I had um, the Sandsport Super Swap, which we produce as well, in Orange County. Okay. And I saw the photo that you posted, and it was you and uh, Paul, uh, Ed, uh, Guardrail, Dave. I thought I also saw Edwin. Yep, Edwin was out there. Uh, yeah. so, Came rolling up on uh, his BMX bike. Frank from <laughs> F&B, and I... Rafa. You know, uh, I, I, I miss Rafa. I would have loved to have been there. I, yeah. I honestly would have been there in a heartbeat. I don't like Bob's big boys. Don't get me wrong. I'm an in and out guy, but I still would have went. And I, 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 I missed it. And let's not forget the fact that Paul's rides and Camarillo were really the only events that were, that was happening on an annual basis that kept yeah. everybody in the loop. Right. Paul's getting a little bit older in age. And I see that he's, uh, confined to his his wheelchair just to kind of get around make things easier but uh we've been in touch he's coming to the show we're going to celebrate him and i want to also before we uh leave the podcast here congratulate you 
we were unable to celebrate you during the COVID because there, there, <laughs> there was no yeah. event, right? <laughs> but you, along with Rafa, were uh, a part of uh, not this year's class, but a year or two ago. And you'll be recognized as well as the three others or four others that we have into the Hall of Fame. We've got a, a, a nice little ceremony planned for you. And hopefully I have a chance to, uh, to recognize you in front of everybody else. It's yeah. well-earned. It's uh, awesome. I appreciate that. Yep. And finally, anybody else that maybe want to give a shout out to? I know that Courtney's always standing there behind you making. Oh, yeah, she already knows. <laughs> yeah, she knows. She yeah. knows. Yeah. No, Thanks for sharing them, Courtney. Kids. Yeah. Good. Um, everything's good up there. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to. Um, was a young guy that lost his life recently. Yeah, uh, I made a uh, note of it. The uh, guy at 605, Nathan, I think. His yeah, name Nathan. Was? There yep. you go. I just want to give a shout out to uh, the families and everything. And uh, can only imagine how hard that is to deal with. Uh, it puts things um, in perspective. But yeah, it's like it's it's like we're all family here. It's yeah, all, the mini bike scene's so small that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's growing quick, but it, it hurts whenever you see something like that happen. So. Yeah, our condolences a, again to, to Nathan's families. family as well yeah. as their friends from uh, 605 uh, Mini Bikes. There's uh, no denying that. Uh, let's face it, guys. These things, these, these things can't take you out. They're fun and they're cute and everything, but yeah. just be safe, right? Gear up. Yep. I just gotta um. I forgot when you were talking about bikes, uh, one important one is uh, Nick's bike from Prestige. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Are you building one for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you give us just a little bit of a dose here as we kind of close up? So it's another one where he, he gave me a frame to begin with, okay. um, which I pretty much chopped up. He was a Motovox dude. Did he give you a Motovox? What did he give no, you? No, he gave me, a, I think it was a custom frame that he had built. Oh, okay, actually. gotcha. One but of his uh, Yeah, I just changed it a little bit. I added like a little backseat section, but yeah. it has a, it's a go-kart fireball, uh, performance engine it's like 125 cc two-stroke and then it runs uh it's water cooled and it has, a, it has a axle driven water pump so it's, it's got some cool stuff and that's going to be at jambrera as well that so, will be there yeah well there you I go got a lot of work to do <laughs> uh shout out to nick at prestige but uh, yeah, nick uh, also was guy. on the podcast uh, yeah. not too long ago if you want to check that out also congratulations they got a nice new home somewhere you know it, it's tough now imagine Raising, well, you know, raising yeah. kids and trying to buy a house in this day and age. And he's he's great. hustling, man. God yeah, bless him. I'm very proud of him, too. No, he's a great Folks, guy. He deserves everything. Uh, we've been with uh, Jake Bo from MoFab Co. It's been a gas. Shit, I can sit here for hours with my man, Jake. Uh, Jake, continue to do what you do. Uh, I want to give you, uh, again, uh, a big warm thank you for all your support. If you need anything, let me know. Uh, hopefully, you'll be with us at CMA Ignited. Uh, once again, folks, if you're interested in being a part of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, go to the website, joesminibikereunion.com. Register now, save money, do all that fun stuff. want to give a shout-out to our friends at Pioneer Car Electronics, where we remind you, don't break up with your car. Upgrade it as well as our new sponsors and our friends from Yashimura. How about that, Jake? Yashimura. Mm -hmm. Huh? We'll Good be going stuff. to Japan before we know it. All right. Uh, Go-Kart go. USA joined us. Go-Kart USA, they're going to have a booth there. They're going to display. They're on the podcast. I'm calling them up tomorrow. We're going to get American Racer. We're going to give that away too, right? So we have mini bikes to give away. Uh, get in line. Uh, get included. Be a part of it. Uh, also want to give a shout out to uh, the folks who were on our podcast, uh, our last podcast, our friends from um, uh, Dingo Moto USA. That was a really good podcast, uh, that, that electric mini bike. Jake, you took a peek at that. Things badass. Okay, so yeah. check them out under three grand. But you got to get in line to buy them, folks. It's not like you can just go in there and buy two or three of them. Uh, check them out. They come with an NFT. And um, if you don't, well, not NFW, NFTs, check them out. They also have um, just a good spirit. These are guys that are really into this. Uh, it, it, it's real. It's passionate. And uh, that's something that strikes a chord with me. So uh, check them out as well. It shows Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody.
Check us out on uh, YouTube and all that good stuff, and we'll see you the next time.